0: You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM's The Morning Buzz, and we are speaking to Charlie Smith, the editor of Pancouver. Charlie, how are you this morning?
1: Oh, I'm doing well, thanks, Ken. It's great to be on Spice Radio.
0: Always awesome to have you, Charlie. And I'm really excited to talk about this first particular story because we always love to talk about what's going on down south, particularly with the president, presidential election, just pretty much months away. But we know that the campaign starts early. And something that seems to be happening is with President Joe Biden, there's a lot of people putting his age into the spotlight. Uh, apparently, he made a comment uh, and he didn't really comment and say the correct thing. And he basically has to keep defending, saying, no, like, I'm capable, I can be the president for another four years sort of a thing. But Charlie, I think the part that I find really amusing about this whole thing is they are saying the person he's probably going to go against is Trump. And the ages between Trump and Biden are really only a few years. But do you think this sort of tactic is going to work? Well, it's
1: funny, because Nikki Haley, who's Trump's rival, is calling them both grumpy old men. (laughs) But the um, I think with Biden, he is vulnerable. Because, first of all, the polls are suggesting that this is an issue. Um, Another thing was this week he made two more mistakes where he identified the wrong European leaders. He mentioned Helmut Kohl, a former German chancellor, when he meant to mention Angela Merkel, another former German chancellor. And then he mentioned French President (laughs) Francois Mitterrand, who hasn't been around for a long time, when he meant to mention Emmanuel Macron. But, But the most difficult thing for Biden is this uh, special counsel report that when they were looking into Biden and having classified documents what his attorney general did was to make it nonpartisan he appointed a former Trump lawyer uh, like worked in the Trump administration as the special counsel well this man Robert Herr came in and started blasting Biden's memory and saying it had making claims that he didn't even know when his, his son Bo had died, uh, or the years that he was vice president. And so this became a major talking point on, on U.S. network television. And it was the same day that the U.S. Supreme Court was hearing this landmark case whether Trump could be uh, kept off the ballot in Colorado, and it almost sideswiped some of that news. So it was a double whammy for Biden. And Biden came out really uh, swinging in a a press conference and started saying his memory is perfectly fine and all of that. What I find interesting was when Ronald Reagan was under pressure about his memory, he, he dealt with it with humor. And so Walter Mondale was running against him. They made Age an issue of Reagan in 1984. And his response was, I will not make age an issue of this campaign. I'm not going to exploit for political purposes my opponent's youth and inexperience. But you can't use that line on Trump because Trump is just as old. So I don't know how, you know, I suspect this issue will stick around, but but Trump being, you know, he's going to turn 78 in June. What's the difference? You know, one is eighty-one, one is seventy-eight. You know, for you, Mungerin, at your age, you probably look at them both as being ancient.
0: I mean, they're de- like i don't want to like, ancient seems a little bit mean, but they're—they're they're older and they're like the same age basically to me. So that's why, to me, Charlie, I just find this so amusing because, like. Trump is acting like as if he's significantly younger. And we're like, it's just a few years, you know what I mean? Yeah. So let's see, I'm sure this is going to continue to play out. But Charlie, some other really big news in the world of Canadian media, Bell Media is ending multiple television newscasts and making other programming cuts after its parent company announced widespread layoffs and the sale of 45 of its 103 regional radio stations. And, you know, Charlie, once again, it brings up the question, what are the, challenges that you know Canadian media is facing particularly our local media
1: yeah I think the, the challenge is really it comes down to one word and it's revenue and it's it's the rise of social media and Facebook and, and Google and now Amazon's getting in the game and when I say Google there's also YouTube which is part of the Google empire and that it's it, as, as advertising is moving from one form to another, uh, these American social media companies are are gobbling up massive market share. And that is uh, really presenting problems for BCE, which is the parent company of Bell Media. So now they've announced the sale of 45 radio stations, which is, I remember when they bought a lot of those radio stations, and it was around 2008, and I covered it, and it was, they made all these undertakings to the CRTC about, oh, jobs being preserved, and how this is going to be good for the country. Well, now, you you see, they have 103 re- regional radio stations, so they're not selling all of them, but uh, the stock of BCE has not performed well at all, and, uh, and it also provides dividends and I think the CEO, uh, Marco Bibic, is under tremendous pressure, but to cut 4,800 jobs uh, at all levels of the company and also declare that you're, you're going to withhold capital spending, um, you know, I think it was $500 million a year over two years, uh, that's, that's a, a, a huge hit to the Canadian economy, and it's uh, really grim and we can see CTV Vancouver. They've already canceled their weekend newscasts. I think their noon hour is gone, and um, and also they'd already shut a bunch of radio stations, like um, they, they shut AM fourteen ten and uh, Team ten forty in Vancouver. So um, yeah, it's a, a lot of these these radio stations that are are being um, disposed of. They're not in the Vancouver area, they're in BC Interior, Prince Rupert, places like that.
0: So, And you know, Charlie, one has to wonder, right, we can remember, because um, I noticed that BCE, they're blaming uh, the federal government for taking too long to provide relief for media companies, and we did see the federal government, you know, try to get, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, all those big social media companies, you know, to pay for the news. Do you think that's part of the challenge, is the fact that they're not willing to, and kind of like the damage has been done in this area?
1: I think partly, but I think it's what they're complaining about, too, is what's happening on the regulation of telecommunications. Because as important as as Bell Media is to to BCE's bottom line, uh, their mobility network is even more important. And the CRTC had directed these telecom giants to give the independent competitors access to their high-speed fiber optic networks at regulated rates. So they're supposed to open up these these networks that they've spent a lot of money to build to people who <laughs> will be taking away their business. Um, I do think there's some validity to the criticism of the CRTC in terms of they say, well, these are the public airwaves, and we want a whole bunch of benefits if you're going to have access to the public airwaves. And I don't think the CRTC has... In looking at this in through the lens that it should be looking at, that a lot of media companies are on their knees and they need all the help they can get, but uh, the CRTC is still imposing demands. So, um, But it's complicated because when they say regulation, there's a lot of regulation that, that BCE is under, but at the same time, Canada has some of the highest cell phone rates in the Western industrialized world, partly because of geography.
0: Right. Yeah, I know, and I'm sure this is something, Charlie, that we're going to continue to talk about here. Now, moving on to another area, and I've been very excited, uh, Allegiance, a CBC TV show, has released this week. I know you've watched the first episode, and you caught up with the TV show creator, Anar Ali, and uh, tell us a little bit about that.
1: It's a lot of fun, this cop show. It's set in Surrey, and it's kind of seen through the eyes of a, a rookie uh, sick police officer, um, played uh, by Sapinder Rage, who's a Toronto actor actually, and she's playing Sabrina Sohal. Her father is a, a politician, a member of parliament and the minister of public safety. And uh, in the first episode, he gets arrested uh, as she's being the valedictorian at her, at her uh, swearing in as a police officer. Um, I liked the show. I thought it was it had a lot of pace. Uh, the writer Anar Ali is a In a short story, a novel writer is Smiley, actually, and she went to UBC Creative Writing, that's now in Toronto. Um, I thought the acting... I liked the acting, particularly uh, Sabrina Sohal's character. The character is opposite this older cop um, named Vince, who's played by Enrico Colantoni, and I think he's a really solid actor. Uh, I thought the writing... It, it had real pace and it was so much fun to see a show, TV show where you see the sky train and you see Surrey, you're in Surrey and you're watching a TV show. So it's on on Wednesday nights at nine o'clock on CBC TV. And I, I think Honor Ali is trying to reveal things in this show, shining a light on, on biases in the justice system, including race and class. and, and, and I thought it kind of aimed higher than a lot of, Least shows.
0: Okay, Charlie. Now I'm excited. I'm going to definitely check it out this weekend. And you know, Charlie, I love when you have a show that is filmed in your city because then you try to look for all the areas. Like, you're like, oh yeah, I've been there and I've been there too. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Charlie, thank you so much for your time, though. We really appreciate it. You take care oh. and have a wonderful weekend.
1: Yeah, and a happy Lunar New Year. Yes, okay. happy Lunar New Year. Take care.
0: Bye.